You're watching Tech Talk in affiliation with Tech for Techs. We're a community that supports independent trade with the help of vendors and distributors. We're live every Thursday at 8 p.m. London time and we'll be streaming to Facebook and YouTube, Twitter and Twitch. You can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google, TuneIn and many more. And now, the moment you've been waiting for, and your host, Philip Griffiths. Welcome to Tech for Tech Tech Talk. This is a live show where we discuss different ways to help your IT business grow. My name is Phil Griffiths, and I'm your host for today. Today's episode is Cross Haven Computers and Cormac. We are joined today by, believe it or not, Cormac, as well as Jenny. <laughs> If you can hear us and see us and make sure everything's working, can you just comment in the chat so we know, obviously, you can see and hear everything. Let me just turn the chat window on. Uh, it looks like Marion says she loved the intro and top of the evening from Peter. So no doubt we're going to get plenty of Irish jokes and uh, sayings going off tonight. I, I, right. I, I have to say I love the intro as well. I haven't heard that much Irish music since I was working in bars in London, actually, 20 years <laughs> ago. God, all like Patrick stage. That's it. So let's have a look. So we've got a few more coming in. So uh, Kunos on the evening, Maran saying all loud and clear. So that's all good. So let's have a quick look what we've got. Oh, yeah. Before we go any further, in you, if you're in the Tech for Tech Facebook group, I'm pasting a link in now. If you can click on that link if you want your name to be shown. Otherwise, you will be known as a Facebook user. And we've got some cheeky git from Scorpion Computer saying he can't understand that Irish bloke, which, surprise, surprise, I think we know who that is. Uh, right, let me just get rid of that little watermark at the top. What's over the chat? There we go. Right, okay, let's start off with introductions then. Jen, if you want to introduce yourself, let everyone know who you are and give us a advice, story, news. I think I know what it's going to be, but if you want to let everyone know. Hi, I'm Jenny. I'm the owner of Tech for Techs. And um, this week I want to um, announce uh, progress in our event, uh, Tech Max, that we will be doing uh, next year. I've been looking at venues this week and um, I had three scheduled in, and one of which I want to give a shout out to for their poor customer service. Yes, that's right. Double Tree by Hilton in Sheffield. You won the Poor Customer Service Award as appointed by yours truly, Jenny Griffiths of Tech for Techs. Uh, long story short, we could have had our event there. It ticked most of my boxes sight unseen. It had the capacity for us. It had an on-site restaurant. It looked really nice and clean. Um, everything was great except the customer service. Um, um, she didn't even put me on the books to be seen after we agreed to a scheduled appointment. I went up to Sheffield, came into the hotel, started looking around, and she told me that she had booked the room for the day, uh, 
at the last minute and I couldn't see it, but she could answer any questions I might have, expecting me to book a room sight unseen. There could be no carpet on the floor for all I know. I mean, you just don't know. Uh, so I wasn't going to do that. And I said, you've got to be kidding me. You know, an email or a phone call wouldn't have gone amiss. So um, we won't be having our, our event there. Uh, not this time, not ever. I wouldn't even recommend renting a room there. So you've got the poor customer service award. But on the upside... We went over to the Sheffield United Football Club, their stadium, and it was the first time I'd ever been in an English football stadium. And I've got to say, I was impressed. Uh, it ticks all the boxes as far as I'm concerned. We will have plenty of room should we hold it there. The people, um, well, the, the lady that showed us around was named Lucy. And she was ever so accommodating. Everything that we threw at her, asking her, she knew it without even having to uh, look it up in a book or anything. There was no, I'll get back to you, except for on the logistics of how many people that we have to say are coming, you know, of course, you know, round in numbers. And then she'll work out prices and things like that. You know, you can't do that without knowing how many is coming. But uh, anything else that I asked her, like how much, how many people can fit in here? How many people can fit upstairs? Can we do this? Can we do that? She knew it without even having to, to blink an eye. And I was very impressed. We've got one more venue to look at um, before we decide um, where Tech Max will be held. But they've got to pull a big feather out of their cap to beat the Sheffield United fan cl uh, football club because it was, it was uh, a really, really nice looking place. Yeah, it was, to be honest with you. I was impressed. I'm unfortunately a fan of the team at the other side of the city, Sheffield Wednesday. And to be honest with you, their stadium was just too small. Or should I say the events area was too small for what we wanted and didn't hold all these things. So Sheffield United, even though they are the rivals the other side of the city, uh, I must have say they do get, get uh, five stars for uh, what they're offering, to be honest with you. Right, let's introduce the man of the hour so or the man of the day or the man of the show depending on what he is so we've got cormac if you would like to introduce yourself cormac let everyone know who you are and your tip of the day uh well i'm cormac from crosshead computers uh mm -hmm. best tech in ireland it's, there's no one to uh, argue with me on that one at the moment i'm more interested there about sheffield where i go that sounds good about tech max um, it's in a stadium, that's good. Um, also, it's fascinating. I don't know where Sheffield is exactly, don't know where Chesterfield is, but I'm getting the geography somewhere in my head anyway. We're off to well, Edinburgh Farm Country and uh, we'll do grand, we'll do grand. And um, my tech tip of the week, um, really actually is to, to, to look at uh, to look at what you're selling and see if there's better options. Um, I've kind of mentioned this a few weeks ago. We changed our uh, we changed our antivirus. Who we're selling? We're selling Emmy Soft. Actually, he's in the group. Uh, David, I think is his name. And actually, yeah. give everyone selling it through Synchro. Uh, I'm very very happy with it. Now I'm not going to give you the the money. You can figure that out yourselves. 
But instead of, we'll say, some people making 25% reselling, you know, it's going to be a case of probably making 75%. Not on it, not on the initial sale, but on the renewal, because with Synchro, and I got great help from, um, and I butcher people's name, William Moore, M U I R, in the group as well. Um, he, I, I, we were chatting on the phone. He gave me some advice. Actually, this is what I find so good about the group. But basically, we can, in, you, you can install this through Synchro. But you can leave it in with, say, residential customer's computer and bring them up after the year and say, do you want to re- renew? Obviously, I say most people will say, yeah. And for the people who say no, you just uninstall the agent remotely from, from the, the, the computer. Now, we have it covered uh, under GTBR. We're not going in doing anything and we're not meant to do, you know. But um, I'd imagine, because I've been missing out on a lot of resale of... Um, of uh, of antiviruses, I tried Bulgard. wasn't happy at all with Bulgard. So they, but look, loads of people have some great things to say about Bulgard. So it's not it's not me having to go with that company. Loads of people that have highly sought after. But for me, this was a better option. And yeah, so that's that's it. And once again, this is where the group came to help. You know, so yeah, so thanks to William there again. And um, that's yeah, that's that's that that's about it really. Okay, that sounds pretty good. Have you got a tip for the day? That was the only tip to sell. Look at your antivirus. Um, no, that's no. probably it. <laughs> um, oh, I could go on. I didn't try to, no, we leave it that one because I'll have to start stretching my mind for other tips. But yeah, no, that was my tip to look at what you're selling at, basically. Um, and I mean that because that was, uh, that was just me sitting down with... Uh, Olivia, who does the books, and then we were kind of going, look, we need to get more profit out of certain things, you know. Um, so it's it's just learning about scaling business and actually sitting down and kind of going, right, we are. like it's Actually, I, and I'll leave in this. It was actually a customer of mine, customer, uh, of mine who, 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 who told me this. He was like, maybe instead of not looking at growing your customer base more because you're very busy, what about making more money off the customers you have? And yeah, that's my tip. Yeah, that's it. There, there you go. It would help if I was concentrating 100% on exactly what you were saying because I'm getting about five messages coming through all at the same time, trying to read them yeah. and reply to them. So, um, just to reply to those messages before I go on to my tip of the day is um, yes, Cormac is definitely Irish, and no, we don't have a translator. Um, yeah. Secondly, <laughs> So, yes, I know. Um, secondly, was when's the event going to be? Uh, we obviously we're still picking the venue, so we can't give you an exact date because obviously different venues have different dates av- dates available. It will be on a Friday, or ninety nine percent sure it'll be on a Friday, and it's going to be either April, May, or June, more than likely next year. Obviously, um, so not this year because well they've pretty much gone now. But um, so let's have a look. What other Oh, regarding as soon as you said Bullguard, I had two messages from people uh, regarding Bullguard, believe it or not. Um, so uh, apparently Bullguard's been struggling paying revenue share to its members, struggling. Don't know if it's uh, how it's been um, having issues, if it's anything to do with the Norton takeover, if someone fell asleep and didn't submit the accounts. I don't know exactly what's happened. I've asked for a comment from Bullguard um, twice this week. 
Unfortunately, they have not replied to me. I'm also one of the people also missing um, payments from them. Uh, and uh, obviously, every little helps, should we say. Uh, but it doesn't help when you don't get it. So, guys at Bullguard, okay, you've been taken over by Norton. You have said that there will be no issues going forward. Everything will carry on as normal. Well, obviously, it's not. You need to sort out your revenue terms and so forth. When Bullguard um, was Bullguard, there were no issues getting through to the people that handled your account. They always answered promptly. And if you had to go higher up, it was get it sorted, get it done now, ASAP. Yeah. And now they're Norton, and it's... Who knows? Um, same people in charge of the Bullguard side, apparently, but um, again, uh, no replies doesn't help. So, unfortunately, I can't tell you anything uh, other than what they've already um, said. Right, um, let's just go back to the chat. So, you've got Frism, Frism X um, saying hi. Uh, what exactly is the event? And you've also got Raheem saying um, what's on the agenda for the event uh, as well. And, um, yeah, that's, yeah. um, so ba basics is the event is going to be distributors, vendors. They'll have stalls around the room is probably the best, or tables or marketing areas. They'll obviously we're going to we've got to set up terms with everyone. One a lot of it we can't decide until we get the venue and figure out. There'll be one or two things we'll we're planning on having a live show like this at the event, so we might get Cormac on stage. It'll be a day event, so it'll be from, again, we don't know exact times yet, but probably about 10 in the morning or something along that line till about 6 o'clock, and then we'll probably have some sort of um, smaller evening do. Uh, probably won't be anything fancy. It'll probably just be like drinks and pizza or something like that, um, more of a, a networking type thing later on rather than loads of singing and dancing. But, again, nothing's 100% decided yet, but until we get the venue and know exactly uh, when it's going to be. Do you want to yeah. add anything on that one, Jim? Yeah, Rahim. Um, most most of it will be, uh, if you've ever been to a networking event or an open day, it will be a lot like that with, as Phil said, vendors and distributors uh, at different tables lined up to greet you and everything and have we are requesting them to bring pos we also would like for them to bring a prize to be given away at the end of the day uh where we can either reach in a, a goldfish bowl and pull out a business card and give you something really nice and so forth and so on lots of of nice giveaways i would like to do that now whether or not it actually takes place, well, then that's that's another thing. But that's what I aim to do. Uh, we will be sort of our own entertainment. Um, I, I don't really think that entertainments at, at this kind of thing go down very well. After a few drinks, we entertain each other just watching each other stand. I mean... <laughs> Uh, and like Phil said, as for food and stuff, I, I opted finger buffet where we don't have to uh, really worry too much. We can cater for all types, whether it be uh, what I call regular eaters or kosher or halal friendly or vegan or vegetarian. And the list goes on and on and on. I just want everybody to that comes there to enjoy themselves. So 
Well, yeah. I tell you what now, and first of all, we're going to call out Raheem because you're meant to be on this show. You were meant to be on this show, so we're waiting for you to come on. Uh, do uh, I for what? What I'm looking for out of this show, uh, the show, the, the event is it's going to be a great opportunity to uh, to meet people and seriously set up international business deals. We can become international. No, but seriously, be a good way to you know to buy and 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 sell and get. Um, you know, get trade routes going, and you know, I'm already dealing with people in England, so it's it's you know, it's going to be good. Also, it's going to be a nerve fest. fest. I'm looking forward to just nerdy out. Like, I don't know anything about that sort of stadium. Just nerd when when nerds unite. That's what it's going to be about. All right. That is coincidentally, oh, that's what I told Lucy that we were going to do. I said, basically, this is a geek convention, Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's no right. frills. It's down to earth geeks. <laughs> yeah, we are. Too fancy. Not everyone's into fancy food. So we understand that. And uh, we're pretty much the same. So, um, but. <laughs> Peter's just mentioned uh, 4 p.m. UK time next Thursday, Windows 11 announcement event. Yes. Um, hope it doesn't um, clash with the tech for text. Well, no doubt we'll have a show next week uh, and we'll possibly end up discussing this a bit more. But funnily enough, you mentioned Windows 10 because just over here, if I get it on full screen, we it's coincidentally have Windows 11. Sorry. I mentioned Windows 11. Get, get it the right way around. Well, in all honesty, Windows 11 is installed. I've got it on a virtual machine at the moment, so it's all up and running. This is Windows 11, or at least it's the leaked version, which could be months old. It might not be the final thing. But in all honesty, if you look at it, it don't look that much different. They've basically moved the start button from the left to the center, oh, so everything's centre-aligned. But you can move it back to the left if you wish. Now, it the start be. menu itself... Um, looks a little bit different. They've got, got rid of all those um, apps is probably the best way of putting it on the right-hand side. So you've got your pinned items there, all apps, is, which is basically a list of all your programs. You've also got recommended. You can see, obviously, some documents I've got on there. It's picking up off my main machine and so forth. And that's pretty much what's changed a lot, to be honest with you, is the start menu. There are one or two things, but it's more of a – they've uh, – Paint, repainted it is probably the best way of putting it. They've just updated the UI. The search button on mine, I've tried it a few times, doesn't seem to work properly. Every time you press it, it just disappears. Uh, the next button over is task view. You've got widgets, which is in basics is the new weather news notification things, what's on the bottom right-hand corner of Windows 10 if you've got the latest update. It basically looks like that. There's nothing too fancy in it, to be honest with you. It just looks like the one built in Windows 10, obviously Edge the thing we use to install Google Chrome with. Um, you've got File Explorer uh, as well. The icons in there have changed a little bit, but in reality look very sim similar. Um, so, again, there's a lot more stuff probably going to be coming out when it does come out live and so forth. But in all reality, from the leaked version at least, the only difference is really the start button uh, oh, yeah, and it plays a little tune when you switch it on and off. Um, but it, uh, it, to me, looks like the Windows 95 version of Windows 10. That's it. So, well, I'm using it on a virtual box is probably the best way of putting it. I'm just using the uh, Oracle one. Um, so, But there you go. But it works just like any other wind version of Windows. So you go on your File Explorer, you, everything looks fine. This PC, 
and so forth. And you can see the drive, obviously, I've set it as 100 gig, uh, but it looks pretty much the same. Everything else looks the same. Everything task manages the same. Um, everything seems to work the same. The only feature I have issues with is the start button, uh, sorry, the search button. You can right click the start button, gives you pretty much the same options you get on Windows 10. You've got your restart, you've got run, you can do like WinVer and MS config and all that from there. Um, but as you can see, you've got the OS build number there as well, which is 21996.1. But again, they've probably done a lot more updates and a lot of it's not going to be uh, um, done. Um, yeah, there's uh, the actual display driver is obviously not working because of uh, the way it's set up uh, at the moment. So it is a little bit chunky, and that's probably why the search button doesn't work. It'd probably be a bit more transparent and rounded and a little smoother running. But it gives you a rough idea anyway. So let me just turn that back off. There we go. Right. So, again, guys, if you've got any questions for the King of Ireland, the King of Potatoes, the lucky, I don't know, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Um, so feel lucky free Sean. to send them through um, because we're going to be talking to Cormac basically about cross-haven computers, about himself, why he does what he does, and so forth. So if you have any questions, please put them in the chat uh, below or on the side, depending on how you're viewing it. So, right, so let me start off with the first question for you. Oh, actually... We've got to pay the bills first, so I've got to run something else first. So Word to pay the bills, we have to show this. From high-speed networking to enterprise storage, at Orchill, we have a solution for you. We're a UK-based vendor specialising in computer hardware components. So whether you're powering a data centre or upgrading a laptop, we can help. At Orchill, you'll get a dedicated account manager that gets to know you and your business, supporting you from our head office in Yorkshire. All our products are OEM compatible, tested in-house to ensure performance. And what's more, we offer a five-year warranty across all our SSD range and lifetime on our memory. Want to find out more about our partner programme? Visit Autio.com. There you go. So uh, hopefully they're going to pay the bill. Right. Okay. So let's go on to the questions for Cormac. Right. So... Actually, the first question I'm going to ask you is why you could call me on some things and call Mac on others. I'm guessing it's just a nickname, but... Call me Cormacin. Call me Cormacin. Actually, actually that's, that's a funny question. Because call me Cormacin. I've been getting invoices off people in England called Call me Cormacin to, uh, to Call me Cormacin. And that's a joke name. That's, that's, that, I only put that name up a few years back. Uh, my name is Cormac O'Donoghue. That's my business. Cormac Cormac, and I just made up a name um, because I was like, do you know something? There was a couple of reasons. One of the reasons was that I didn't want kind of customers to be able to change, check who you are, and, you know, a bit of privacy, which has gone out the window on Facebook, by the way. So then I just kind of made up the silliest sounding name that I could because, and it's weird even me knowing about the chickens on my, if anyone's friends with me on my, on my, my private profile, it's kind of, I seriously, I prefer, prefer to be known on Facebook as Cormac Gormison. Bit of fun. Then one of those Facebook warriors who's complaining about everything, who's complaining about the potholes down the, the road, not being, I don't know. You, you know, these people on Facebook, you literally know those people. Mm-hmm. So like to be known as Cormac Gormison, like now, that came with its own things because I didn't 
tell he he got us printing some magazine before there was some quotes from people who were trying to start MSPs and it said Cormy Corns and I was like oh my god that sounds like you know but then to foreign people it probably sounds like a real name in Ireland it's it, it, so yeah Cormy Corns and also I'm wanted by the police in many countries and it's an alias but who will ever know that you know. Yeah. I thought it was actually your real name when I first saw it. I didn't yeah. question it, but uh, I've I've always wondered about the chicken thing, how Whoa. that got started, and I can't wait to hear about that. You would need to eat. If you want to ask that question now, Jen, and ask him, ask him now. Get out of the way. Uh, yeah, I've got to know. I'm sitting on my hands and everything. I've got to know how the chicken thing got started. Oh my god, that's that's a that's a killer question, me. Um, it's Jesus question. I can't imagine. There's a few things with that one. Um, my sister is an artist. She's painting chickens. Um, when I was uh, trying to seduce the, the, my girlfriend that I'd gone out with the, years ago, a year or two ago, there was uh, there was chickens. I was looking after a, a place down down just before I was going over. I was looking after a place down the country, and I asked her to come down to the chicken. Sounds a bit corny, but it's an Irish chat up like. And there's many reasons. The chickens again is more of a. a, a more of a Facebook thing, as in uh, again, it's it's. And who doesn't like chickens, you know? You know, chickens. It's, again, it's, I have pictures of chickens. I have a chicken problem. That's what it is. <laughs> what, what's the guy in The Simpsons? Uh, uh, Troy McLean, Troy, the guy who had issues with with, um, with sleeping with fish. That's, that's, I have to go a bit weird, see? Um, I love chickens in nice manners, though, you know? Um, wasn't expecting that question to begin with, folks. Yeah, well, I had to ask it on, on behalf of, of Richard Creedy as well because it came up in our feed and he just reminded me to ask about that. But, uh, yeah, I've always wondered about how you became the the clucking good no, chicken guy. It's <laughs> weird. It's weird. It's it's weird. It's, again, as I said, it's, it's things that are going to be well-known around the area for as well, but... It's kind of people be all sending me memes again. And again, I'll be honest with you, again, I prefer to be known as that sort of person than the people who are complaining. It's, my chicken tin is an anti-Facebook an anti -Facebook complaining stance. That's what the chicken is. Yeah, I like I it. I like it because you get a lot of miserable people on this Facebook. I mean, oh, like you said, the pothole complaints and the council and all of this. And no, you won't be getting that in my feed. You won't. It's no. not that. It's no, because you won't get that. You know, no. So that's it. Um, yeah. And uh, did someone ask me which team am I supporting in Euro 2020? Um, only discovered it was on last week. Uh, we got an ad running with. Cross him computers on the Scottish shirts. Just and I lived in England for years, and I would be grand if England win. It's no problem. I just wanted to wind up, uh, wind up people really. So I decided to to get some photoshopping done, and we are now supporting the Scottish team. I had to check who was really playing in this championships. You know, Sheffield United is that where we're going? I support them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We'll fall out if you say that. Right, okay. Right, let's go on to the uh, next question. Was uh, Have you always been interested in computers? Actually, no, I got into computers very, very, very late in life, even though my first computer was a VIC-20. Um, I was in a different 
I was in London working for years. I was in bars and stuff over there, and it was back in the late nineties. So just you know, just party mostly. But then I came back and I worked for a company um, as a kind of general operator, kind of in a chemical place. The money was very good, uh, and I was working. Uh, I worked there for fourteen years, and I, but it was not nothing to do with tech, nothing nothing tech related. Um, but I was doing night work, and I disliked the job a lot. Um, now it was a, as I said, the money was good. The other situation was you could take a month holiday. So I used to just go around South America, pick a country and go for six or seven years. Go traveling on my own. It was grand, very unhappy in the job. And, uh, then in 2012, the opportunity came to, uh, to take redundancy. Now I wasn't married. I don't have kids. You know, it's like coming up close to, to 40. I was like, I loved, I love tech. And I'll answer this question actually for a minute more, if you don't mind. Um, I have actually, uh, back in 2008, when the crash happened, I used to do a lot of walking on the roads and jogging and stuff like that. And it was just misery when you were hearing the radio. And when I was in work, I was listening to radio a lot, you know, head, headsets, just listening to it because it was a boring job. So I was mad into tech and I I, I started listening to Podnuts. Phil was on Podnuts as well, uh, an interview. Back, I don't know how long you've been listening to it. Um, that was back when Steve was doing it. That was back 2008. And I started listening to uh, Leah Laporte on the Twit Network. Now, Podnuts was a show a bit like this. They would talk to techs all around the world. But it was a small show. Um, and they would just go and interview people working from home or shops. And you, I'd be there and I'd be hearing the tool tips and this and that. So I started, I was, I started getting fascinated and I started, I had a computer and I started playing around with it. And then I used to love if you got a virus or you love something like that and you would have, and then I'd be on beeping computer and I'd be reading all those forums. And, uh, in 2012, I took redundancy. Uh, it might be the best idea because I bought a house in 2008. So financial pressures were huge. And for two or three years then, I studied, I'd done the Compe, um, ten, a six month course, which was diabolical because there's no computers whatsoever. And um, I got, I just learned how to pass that exam. And then I'd done another two year course um, with with a class, but I had to earn money at the time as well. So I started bringing, advertising, I could fix computers, but bringing them into the course to fix them, you know? Um, so I always had to try to make money and then around three years ago, I went full time, and now there's myself and I've uh, Olivia and Neve and and Tim working uh, part time, and Steve Steve is a tech. He had sold, he yeah he had sold the times as well. He, he just left there for a while, but yeah, so yeah, it's going well, you know. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, I think that answers uh, Alison's question as well, is what did you do before you started cross-saving computers? Yep. So um, let's have a look. Uh, that's also answered my next question. So I'm going yeah. to go on to the next question after that. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Um, where did you get your clients when you first started? Aha! <laughs> now, this is, this, is, this is a good question. Um because when I was in that course, okay, when I was in that course, there was, we'll say, 20 other people learning at the same time as well, okay? And to become, and that's a great question, because there's a difference between a tech and a business owner, 
and you have to learn. Um, you have to learn. Well, I don't know what the cliche is. Wear many different caps. But the problem being is that not a lot of people understand that. So you you kind of either be great at tech or something like that. But I remember saying to the lads and and the ladies inside that class, I would be going away and I would go away and I'd be taking a week off the tech course to do a social media course or a business management course or something. And I remember turning around to them and they asked me where I was going one day. And I said, I'm going off to do a social media course. And they were like, why? And I said, I said, you could be the best tech in the world, I said. And I said, some of you are, might be great, but I said, but the point being, if you don't have customers, there's no point. There's literally no point. So where did I get most of my customers? I got most of my customers from Facebook, completely from Facebook. And um, I am actually going to have to put in a mic here for a sec, if you don't mind. There's cars outside beeping and I can't tear myself to think for one second. That's no problem. Not that, as you can see. Okay, can you hear me again now? I can hear you. Yeah, sorry. I think the local sports team won something or something. I don't know. Anyway, so that was it. That was it. So Facebook actually is where I got most of my customers. And as you've seen, who people who follow me, I do Facebook differently than most people. And I had, you know, discussions, big discussions with 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 people about that. They were saying, oh, you can't get business customers from Facebook. You can't do that. Well, you get business customers from Facebook because Everyone is like, if, if people are working in offices, they still have home computers. You do a good job in the home computer, they'll walk into the office and say, there's a problem with the computer. Hey, I just went to this guy. He's really honest. They're efficient, this and that. And also, most of my ads will have absolutely nothing to do with computers because, as I said many a times, there's no point advertising SSD upgrades. People don't know what they're talking about. So I just went for brand recognition. And in the, in the beginning, my Facebook ads were a lot more crazy. And I it always featured me because I wanted to get known as the face around the village, you know. Also, probably my ego comes out and in my ads as well a bit. You know, let's be honest there. But if it cross-saving computers, if it was just thrown ads out there so people would see the brand and get to know the name, the brand. So it's the same, really, as having a branded vehicle driving around the place. But with Facebook, it was different. And then we done Instagram, and then we done uh, TikTok. Myself marrying a good conversation about TikTok um, on the last day about how you should book her to sing the, the the show at the show. But those sort of things is that's how where we got most of the customers. Oh, and we're also extremely good. <laughs> but uh, of course yeah. you are. Well, I do have a, I do have I actually think I have this about business is that you really only have to be 10% of 5 to 10% better than the other people, yeah? Because you know yourself, service is terrible out there. If you be just 10% better, do the extra touch um, and do it well and be very honest. Honesty is key to it. Customers will come then, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's that's. hope that covers uh, that question. That's, that's a very good answer. Yeah, I think that pretty much covers that one, that's for sure. Um, um to, to end the Quinn, um the clovers uh it's for uh Cormac who's Irish and they're renowned for four leaf clovers. That's why the clovers and, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a bit the Irish, Irish there, and, uh, well, yeah. 
So yeah. you'll, you'll, anyway, hear plenty comments, you'll hear plenty of comments about about potatoes and will well, lots of different things. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so and chickens as well because he's a big chicken fan. So who's going on about uh, Cormac's advertising? All right, share sharing your Facebook page, Cormac. Not your personal one, but your business one. Okay. Yeah, so if people have rough <laughs> idea. That concerned yeah. look that you just had was priceless. <laughs> Let me share that window. Let's find it. Here we go. Share, share. Do you, okay. you know, Phil and Jen, I done, uh, I done a TikTok ad there. I imported in, in TikTok, and basically it's it's me running around in a dress filter, lads, and lassies. It's not as bad as it sounds, all right? But, like, that, if you watch that, it's it, it has nothing. Actually, you could kind of say, "What you wouldn't you wouldn't hire that person to walk into your business?" That ad got very well traction, and I'm just asking. Getting a, it looks like I'm getting a deal for thirty computers through that ad. So I will argue the case that completely. Oh, you can't do that for for you can't use TikTok for business. Seems to be doing all right. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's Bernie Sanders and that thing. Yeah. Yeah. There was that. There's a story behind that one now. All right. Epic, epic, epic. That was a massive meme there last week in Ireland. He he became the most popular thing on Twitter, Matt, whatever he is, from Friends. So we had to, and obviously the Bernie meme, he, and, you know, I look good in that person. I, had to go into it. I don't know. You've got quite a few things on there. And one thing what Cormac does pretty well is put um, wacky things on like that. <laughs> yeah, that that got me thirty computers. All right, I prostituted myself for that. Yeah. Oh god! Oh, but, uh, you know, he gets a lot. A friend of, of mine gave me that idea. Yeah. No. Sorry, what was that, Cormac? Sorry. A friend of mine gave me that idea. Actually. Oh right. Yeah. So. We have a question, Phil. Yeah. Uh Marianne. Uh, wants to know what do you enjoy the most about working in IT and what do you hate having to do? That's a that's a that's a that's a very good question. Um do you know after working in a company for uh 14 years um um and having bosses and everything I love being my own boss. I adore it. Now um, I saw Alison actually say before on, on a Monday morning, Alison Cooker said, it's time to also that thing about you have to go out and you have to, we'll say, nearly hunt your food if you're if you're in, in that mindset. As in, you know, yeah, every week you have to go, right, I have to go out and earn, earn money. I have to do this. I have to do that, you know. That's what I love. Um, now, at times, you know, you can go, you know, you can go the pressure, the pressure and this and that. But that, that is what I love. And I love... And I actually be I'm doing it less and less now as you're kind of getting bigger. I don't do I don't get to end up doing as much home computers. Tim me doing that and Tim is very gifted on other ones. I sometimes when as you grow, you're kind of getting more away from the tech side. But obviously I actually love I love I love learning and listening to tech. I listen to 30 hours of tech podcasts a week. I love dealing. I love I tell you what, I love I love going into businesses and the manager or the owners door is always open for you in the sense that everyone will talk they want to talk to your 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 day they tech i love i love advising people i love the consulting what don't i like um 
I don't know. There's in a sense, I sat down one time and I was like, you know, I was kind of sometimes that's then you have to keep yourself in good form when you're working for yourself as well. And one time I was a bit deflated and I sat down and I was kind of like, um, I was kind of like made a list. Someone actually, someone told me to make a list one time, trying to get over a breakup, write down the good and bad things about it. And then you and I wrote, wrote down the list about business that way. And they, the good things really out, outweigh the, the, the bad things. But I don't know. Most customers I can deal, I can handle with, with grand. The customers at times, no, I, I don't know. So there's nothing I don't really dislike. If I compare it to other jobs, there's, there's not many things I dislike. You know, what about the two what do you dislike about this, this industry? Okay, it's a pretty good answer to that question there. Um, let's have a look. Uh, well, the next question I got was, how do you advertise and what do you think works best? I think you've already answered that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, And why are your adverts sometimes a little wacky? Well, why are they wacky? Because I yeah. didn't have any. I literally did not. I did not. I did not. As I said, I had no money sat in this business. None. Because I was, I was, I had a big. I bought bought a house in two thousand and eight. Big mortgage. I I had to get customers to pay the mortgage. Okay. And the way Facebook works is that if you do a good video ad, you will get more views. And I was only throwing ten quid at the ads. I had to get the views. So I had to do tins that were catchy tins that they, we were doing. We were doing very. We, we were repairing iPhones at one stage and. Um, I got a friend of mine, we went out and filmed him an ad of smashing up an iPhone with a, a hurley and it's like a baseball and hitting it into a, a goal, you know. It was, but the thing about it, that like, I put that up on a Sunday evening and by that night, if we were after getting five, ten thousand views, we're in a village, you know, that people shared it galore. Next day I'm walking into a supermarket, I said some silly catchphrase about not repairing iPhones or Hurleys or something. People were saying that to me in the shopping centre walking around. This is the sort of thing that you want. I like being stopped mm-hmm. in... I'm, all I do is do tech, lads. I, I, I like being stopped in the village for, for, for my ads. Like, at some stage, I'm wondering, am I actually advertising this business or am I just trying to be... trying to do design good ads to to get... But it, it works, you know? So that's that's why the ads... The ads are a little bit crazy because they get the best results, you know? Yeah. I, as I said, I can relate to that being stopped and, you know, in the village or wherever you are. They they know who I am. I have no idea who they are, but I have to wing it sometimes and say, oh, yeah, I remember you because it's kind of like the major insult not to remember someone, you know, and you have to uh, – Oh yeah, yeah. How's your family doing? Because you haven't, you haven't got a clue. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, get stopped in Tesco and all sorts. So yeah, yeah we are not <laughs> That's it. Right, Jen. If you want to ask your next question, okay. Um, let me get the screen so I can actually see things. What is the biggest mistake and biggest success that you've had? All right, right. The biggest mistake, I mean, really lucky on, um, because I didn't have a penny. So it's you can make big financial mistakes if you don't have money. A mistake I like a mistake I would have made is I would have opened a shop. 
Now, that financially might have been very good, and it probably earning more money than I, I'm making now. Um, but I just didn't, the way my business is going, the way I want to go out and do businesses and all that, I didn't have the money. I couldn't, no bank would touch me. They, Jesus, no one would go near me. Um, I didn't, now don't get me wrong, I was thinking the last day I might get a, I might get a shop when I have people to work in there and I can still go out there. So that would have been, um, that would have been a, the biggest mistake it would have been, and which is, I was lucky I couldn't make. Um, the other mistakes, one thing I have always said to whoever worked there or anything, is that our biggest mistake we can actually make is to lose data, okay? So we back up, back up, back up. So far, we haven't lost data. And even when I have people who have worked here, I said, look, we can, like I said, if we smash a screen, if we do this and that, and it's not me, I can't. I'm used to taking part computers. So if someone's working and they say, oh, I I broke the computer, whatever, grand, not a problem. We'll throw money at the problem to fix that problem. You know, that's going to happen. So mistake-wise, nothing yet. I I I thought we do. We started with selling refurbished computers. I thought I was going to go bigger, and it is. It's quarter of our income now. I thought I might be able to launch that nationwide. I don't think I handled it and done it the right way. I'm still looking at it. And just because I did my initial idea didn't take off, I was too busy actually to concentrate on it. I'll go back and look at it. The biggest success is that what someone said. Yeah. Um, the biggest success. I'll tell you what the biggest success is: the business, as in literally not having a penny to build a business. Nothing. I didn't even have a car because I didn't have the money for a car. I had to get two buses, four buses a day to come back. Um, I used to go up if someone gave a hundred quid to buy more stuff off Amazon, I'd go up and put it into the bank, sit outside, wait for it to hit your account, you know, so you could buy again. If we were repairing Macs, you needed a Mac in there, Nary, to back up someone's Mac, to back up another person's Mac. So it was always bootstrapping, you know. Um, today, we have a beautiful, like, they tenant, it's not a home, a home office, more, it's an office in a home, you know. And... Um, I just, it's a three-bedroom house. I just converted the, the second bedroom. Now, I can't have guests anymore. Yes. Um, people staying too long. Aren't they? It's a full office. So I actually, I had something. I stopped and smelled the roses today. When I had a coffee, looked, at, looked how clean it is. Little tins. I left my laptop and, and I just had to grab and to actually be able to pick up, you know, with loads of laptops around. I started a business with a laptop that I got from a dump. And I know that sounds... Sounds, and I'll finish on this one. Let's finish on this one. We always made ourselves, or I always made myself bigger than than what it was, than what I was, you know. And that's like my email is Cormac at Crosshaven Computers. I wasn't getting money off people, so I had accounts at Crosshaven Computers, and I made up someone's name, and I would send an email from accounts. And Steve was working for me one day. We were having a cup of coffee in in a coffee shop. And he goes to me, I said, Steve, will the money should get money should be ways, you know, now that we got Olivia who will be sending out emails and taking care of this for us, you know. And Steve lent in to me and he goes, Cormac, he said, is there an Olivier? And I looked at him, I said, actually there is this time, there is actually someone called Olivier. So if I'm ever gonna write a book, the book title is the, Is There an Olivier? And there is this time around because there wasn't for years, you know. So there, that's yeah. Blocking is the biggest success. 
I think that's a good, good way to put it, to be honest. And I think that's sort of because you've had to come from nothing, you've had to do things unique ways as in put yourself out there, use yourself as the face of the business. You haven't had the money to chuck at your business, but you've still managed to make it grow. We we, we were very similar when I first started our business. It was basically just made being unemployed. I was living with parents at the time sort of thing. So it was like, right, start off in the bedroom and go from there. But you come up with unique ways to advertise yourself and put yourself out there. And you, you, you've you definitely done that on your social media side of things, that's for sure. Well, I said Phil did it before social media was actually a thing. And how mm-hmm. I remember coming to see him and he had car magnets for his yeah. car. That said, chips computers. I remember thinking, "Oh, how cute!" <laughs> well, I, there is something that I see myself and Phil are, are are similar in is that you know because we message each other out of hours and stuff. Like I can know that with Phil that your brain is thinking about this the whole time, and that's not a bad thing, you know. As in, obviously, we learn to switch off, but. I like thinking about work and like loads of the people, actually all the people I'd say watching this podcast, they're all entrepreneurs. And it took me a long while to be able to use that word as it sounds like, you know, you know, an entrepreneur should be a millionaire. You'd be roaming over your ideas and to even see the platform Tech for Tech's grow to, to Sheffield United football stadium size for some, is it United on Wednesday? Anyway, they're all the same. But that is that is that is a skill level. That is, and you know that it's it's that sort of thing to build a business. You have to, you have to. It's not that you have to work crazy crazy hours, which you do to begin with. But you, I actually enjoy it. I enjoy. I was at the cinema the last night and I came out with two ideas for ads. It's not like I didn't enjoy the cinema. I still enjoy that, but it's still taking over. You know. Um. So yeah, that's it. So. You know what? I like hearing the stories about the magnets of the car when you're when you're going dating Jim. <laughs> you know, yeah, this little impressor now I put magnets on the car. But you know what? You have to do those things. You have to have a. You have to, and that's that's exactly why you're sitting now interviewing yeah, yeah. me with your shamrocks and clovers. It's a great world we live in. Exactly. You have to start somewhere. Um, everyone has to start somewhere. If it's in your bedroom, whether it's doing the car boot sale, trade shows, which were uh, common. Uh, uh, I'm going to say we did. We've done all those things when we first started, um, and luckily things took off. It takes a while. You don't make your millions overnight, and uh, you put the effort in, and you get there. But yeah, you're right about switching off is you switch off, but you don't. It's like I can be watching TV and thinking, oh, that's an interesting angle, how they fill yeah. that in. I'll try yeah. that on the next yeah. video yeah. I do. It's something weird like that, and it's you just doesn't matter how much you try. There's just something happening. and you, you're driving down the road or you're going on holiday and you drive past the computer shop and you're going, oh, that looks pretty all right. Oh, that looks and then your missus knocks you upside the head and you wind up in the ditch. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You yeah. might up on an idea. And that's what's so good about the group as well because we were, up, we're after going through a fairly, like this has been a good time for the tech industry, this, this but it has. And to watch other people grow, in, in the group there, uh, you know, it is. Um, but, yeah, it definitely does, does needs a mindset to, to to be a business owner like this, you know. I even, love, I even love to be able to say that is just lovely in itself, you know. 
Um, yeah, so that's, that's it. No, yeah, anyway, carry on. Uh, might as well let you ask a couple of questions, to be honest. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out of of line on uh, the questions because um, I can't ask my next question until you ask a prior question. So, <laughs> um, I want to ask, what are your must-have tools? That's a very good question. Um, Malwarebytes TechBench, every single computer, and this is actually where people will will probably. Up and kind of go, I might actually listen to the Irish guy now because he's just been rambling up to there. Malware bytes tech bench just in just a given on every single computer, given right across the board. Don't know how anyone can get by without it. Um uh can never understand it. I tried that UVK thing, just not even in the ballpark for me. Um, now, as I said, every single one of us should be building a statue to Fabrice of Fabs. I mean, Absolutely. legend, a legend among legends. You email him about anything, he he'll answer that. I, I you know, um, unbelievable. Um, Synchro, very impressed with Synchro. Um, I use Synchro. Uh, oh, Synchro for the money. I think it's well worth it. I think. It's it's gone up a bit. It's 120 quid. Uh, that the antivirus is integrated. They they're after they're after the remote was very bad. They got splash top in. It's just ridiculously good tool for for the price. Um, that's that's that. They're 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 the major ones. That are the ones that we use we use all the time. Um, oh yes, I will at the moment and for backup. We're gone with someone in the group. We're gone to Cloud Dolphin. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But again, I really liked their sales pitch as in they spoke to Karen and uh, I mean, he, he, Karen, yeah, he got on to us last year and I wasn't ready for it there and came back, but there was not 50, there wasn't 50 phone calls, nothing. And um, so far we tried it there. We're going to be putting it on all machines. It's a good price for that. Those besides the standard one then for testing hard drives. Well, no, we do that with malware by TechBench. But yeah, that's that's that's. I use kind of that too. Yeah, that's that's the and G Suite. I, I we use G Suite a lot. I have and you'll be seeing a lot more questions about the office admin center and all that. I have to learn that. Um, I, I see Raheem there, Hitman Pro. I like this is weird. I nowadays. I'm no. quite happy just to use TechBench. I don't. I will. Yeah, I am too. Now no, there was a time that I used Hitman Pro. Yeah, I used but it it's too. been long gone. Replaced with uh, the TechBench. TechBench has everything, everything under it's... one roof, you know. Yeah. And you can yeah, add to it the tools that you like. So. Yeah. And Fabrice and Fabs, yeah. for the longest, I never knew that it stood for. Fabrice, you know, I always thought it stood for fabulous, and that's well, what I call him is fabulous Fabrice because he has such a fabulous product when it comes to backing up and everything. You don't get any easier than that. I forgot one, two tools actually, and that is podcasts. I listen to uh, my tech show, I like that. Um, what but we have all forgotten about one tool that we use more than most really is tech for tech Facebook group. 
that's we we all use that um to get get you out of a, a jam you know things have things have changed as well if there's things badly infected it's just to a clean install on on fabs off clean install back on um because there's no point taking the chances you know so yeah they're 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 the major tools and coffee loads of coffee obviously and depending on who you're listening to uh, in our group, they'll tell you, oh, just bite the bullet and install Linux Mint. And you know who I'm talking about, Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> I love Linux Mint. I love Linux Mint. But, uh, there's, uh, there's, there's a problem. I love I be away with it, you know. Um, yeah, so but uh, there, is, there is, I think we have to agree, you do have to listen to an awful lot of technology to to understand the to be able to understand the changes. And actually, to be honest, to, it took me a while to to actually turn around to customers. And when you go into business customers, to actually, I I won't support business customers. We'll say if they have QuickBooks in there, okay, or something like that. I can't learn every single one of those. I just can't, okay? No. QuickBooks, no. QuickBooks. So I'll go in and say, yeah, we'll support you if you're, you're using a paid version of QuickBooks so I can ring support if I need it. They say, oh, no, we're using a dodgy copy and all that. I ain't doing it. I'm not no QuickBooks, please. I'm not no Microsoft, please. I just need to be able to ring up people and say, right, is there a known issue with this? Why does it keep crashing? And that's it. So as soon as I accepted Mm -hmm. that, I know every bit of software. I'm totally happy walking into an office and tell them, nah, never used it before, but I know how to use it by tomorrow. I also use a paid software, you know? Yeah, there's nothing worse than customers like that. I've had a few over the years and you... You go around, it's like, oh, we're having issues with um, I don't know, QuickBooks or whatever it is, and you go around and or oh, Sage is the, usually the main yeah. one we have issues with. And you go around thing. and it's like, oh, yeah, let, let us call support. And it's like, have you got the details? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, but we haven't paid them since so-and-so, so-and-so year. And I'm thinking, right, okay, well, if you want me to fix this fi- uh, issue, you're going to have to renew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That um, you, you ain't got a, a proper copy or version or whatever it may be. So yeah, quickly learn that if you to make sure people, if you are supporting them on like a maintenance contract, especially is if you want us to support this product or at least uh, get it up and running for you, you need to have genuine versions or subscriptions <coughs> with these places, which is not always easy to know when you were first uh, on board a, a new company or whatever because you you're not going to go for the drawer and check to see if every single thing's legitimate uh, which obviously we do do that now so um but it was one of the last things we uh, thought that we needed to check but you know what be a good idea um phil for the, the for the form if we if you do a form or whatever at some stage it's a, a link for <coughs> training videos like i said i'm trying to learn a lot about uh managing Outlook uh, admin and setting up uh, the admin user platform. As I said, I'm very familiar with G Suite. I'm not. So, but it'd be nice even if I could say, right, this video is good. I think I'll put that for the next person who wants to come along, a link to that YouTube video. Or I would like to know how people are learning other ones because it is, you know, that to upskill yourself all the time is difficult when you're busy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, to find the time to sit down and kind of go right to grow the business more I need to take a step step back that's what I'm going to do this month is trying to get us all to to learn more skills to go further and actually not make as much money this month you know mm-hmm. try and delegate some of the work yeah 
or outsource it or whatever. And we do right. that from time to time. Yeah, outsourcing we find is probably the best way than, uh, than anything, depending on what it is, obviously. Um, some things just make, there's so many tools out there that make things a lot easier as well these days. Um, right, so next question, let's have a look. Um, oh, well, I think you've already mentioned this at the beginning of the show, but what's your current antivirus or the one what you recommend at the moment? Amysoft, I'm not a pro, I don't have a problem. I, malware bites, I, I do, I like malware, I just like malware bites a lot because it was clean and it never kind of prompted you and it just done what it said on a tin. It just silently just went grand. As you can understand, I'm a yep. detect bench, I'll just away with it. I think they're, they, what you can buy, them off them, the licenses and the resale value is very fair. The only thing that I was missing out was on the resale because with the SSDs, now for business customers are okay, but with the SSDs, you're not going to get computers back residential unless they're slow. So you mightn't see a computer for a while. So they're going to renew. And another problem I had with Malwarebytes, I went into an office, I had to renew three and... They were like, why are we paying you for three antivirus when we can get three for 60 quid, you know, with malware bites? Because they were after. So I'm like, I had no answer. I was like, this is because it's professional. Really, I had no answer. So I don't want my customers to get any reminders, any pops up saying we can buy this cheaper. You know, we, I don't want any of that. You know, I, I just want and I just want to manage my I, and I don't want to walk into one of my business calls customers and see a big bloody pop-up saying 50% off. I don't want my antivirus to be selling its antivirus. And so far with Emisoft, um, that's, and it seems to be working well on the machines as well, you know? So that's who yeah. who, who I'm with at the moment, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I must I must admit, if I was to look at a new security company, they'd definitely be the first people I'd be looking yeah. at, to be honest with you. And, okay, I'm going to give Bullguard a bit of a chance to sort themselves out. But um, we, I have reviewed their product. It was about three years ago, Emsysofts, and it was it was pretty good. scored pretty well. Yeah, I've seen some of the new features, like you can white label it and stuff like that, so you mm. can have your own branding on it. You can call it Colmix mm. Security or cross Security, whatever, you, whatever yeah. you want. Brand it, brand it your own. So I must admit, they are they are the ones what I'm keeping an eye on. To be honest with you, and, um, the, and the branding the branding of it, like we're talking about Facebook advertising, we're talking about every advertising, and we're giving up an opportunity to be nicely on a customer's screen, not like. Mm. A for computer, I mean, nicely as in, yes, this is a service. I don't want any of this in any, like, they pay us not to be appearing on the screen. So there's something branded in your antivirus. Beautiful, you know? Yeah. I tell you what, if if they tomorrow says that they teamed up with a big distributor and you could buy retail versions of the product, what we could resell, like, in box form or card form in our store tomorrow, I'd probably go... Yeah, I'll I'll definitely definitely go mm. be ordering some. Um, but uh, I've been in um, talks with them, and more than likely they'll possibly be doing a show or working with us in the future regarding other things. But uh, um, I forget it's, is it Davlots or something yeah, like that? Is we, yeah, we they seem to be small, big enough, but small enough to care because we I had a booked a, a session with him, and um, 
I thought it was uh, there was going to be a hundred people on the Zoom today. I was like, I'll turn off my camera and walk away, you know. Next minute, yeah. uh, me and some other guy from America and Davi, I'm like, oh my God, damn. You know, I, I was like, hopefully <laughs> yeah. I have an opportunity to ask every question. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm at least, uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting it, you know. Yeah, it was near enough a one-on-one, yeah. So, yeah. But to be honest with you, they do seem like a good company and uh, I'll definitely be definitely be watching uh, watching them. Right, Jen, do you want to do the next one? Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll make it a two-parter to move things on a little bit. Um, what can vendors and distributors do better? And part B, who are your go-to distributors? Ooh. This is now, <laughs> um, I'm not going to tell you my go-to distributors for, for things like laptops and all that. We'll, we'll keep some trade secrets uh, on, on those ones. Uh, um, I have been, I, oh yeah, I will get, I give Sonia from uh, Target a shout-out. I've only started dealing with Target um, lately and found them very efficient Um Spire actually as well. They were in a podcast there as well. So that's that's a, actually do you know something? That's a fantastic um that's fantastic for me. Um is that as you raise up your level of business now, I don't have to buy off Amazon and after your as you kind of it's weirdly as as there's more cash flow, they can if there's a few things as you grow, you can have more, you can be way busier and have loads of more, more clients, but less cash flow. In the sense that you're now doing business customers and business customers getting paid, and it's a weird scenario. It could be way busier, but have less ready cash. And then the other thing about it is that you will have more cash, so you can buy things cheaper. You know, um, it's I suppose that's 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 the that's the thing. So those and um, what would I like the vendors to know more? I hate hate pushing vet pushy vendors. I have I get like I saw. Oh, geez, be, between phone calls, emails, WhatsApps, carrier pigeons, whatever way people are contacting you. You know, you know, oh, a hundred things. Tim was here the last day working and he went, oh, God, your phone's hopping. I said, actually, that's a quiet, Amy. That's actually quiet as it. So I don't need people to push me. That's why I was very impressed. With that does not get into Cormac. Um, I, I understand that communication is key. And I understand mm. you've got to contact people to sell things. That's, you know, part of the job. But to me, it's off-putting when people try and push you into buying things that you don't need. But it's a very fine line because, like, there are the, the laptop dealers who I deal with in England, yeah, I like when they ring me up. I actually do like when they ring me up and they say, hey, look, we're just checking in, this or that. Because they have to sell, in all bloody yeah, fairness. Yeah. I'd be sitting down, mm-hmm. kind of going, I'd be sitting down, kind of going, oh, there's a problem if they're not getting in touch with it. That I absolutely love. And actually, I like a phone call. I like a phone call of someone saying, hi, Cormac, this is so-and-so from England, just checking in. How's it going? Would you be interested? I love that. No, the reason they haven't been buying or this or that. I love that bit of it. Um, I just, there was one, there was one who's not in this group, nothing to do with, nothing to do with lap sales, laptop sales. But, my God, I was getting... You know, twenty emails. Like, don't be spamming me with emails. Yeah, don't, yeah. You know, yeah. but no. But then again, I am old fashioned, and this is something that I want. I want out of tech, Max. I want to see people face to face. You know, I want 
those deals, you know, um, you know, you're sending off a lot of money to people as well, and there's a lot of trust. And yeah, call me old fashioned, but uh, I want to do the um, the art of daily deals <laughs> to meet people, meet people face to face. We're gonna have some big names at Tech Max, it appears. We've got Prince Philip of England. We've got Cormac, the King of Ireland, and we've got Jenny of Alabama. So those are going to be some big names, everybody. Oh, wow. Sign up for Tech Max. Yeah, I'd say I'm promoting it away there, aren't I? I um, no, no, no. We actually, you need to get some merch ready. You know, and then, uh, well, I, I should, I should have known that, man. I should have known that. You know. Uh, but not just we have a question here uh, coming in. How should mm. I approach distributors and what sort of things should I be considering when making to choose which distributor I go with? Mm. That's a good question. Um, me, I, I tell you what, I'm going to answer this slightly different. One thing that I've, what I've done and won't do, and I, I think is I'm not up to yourselves but I don't want to set up credit with uh, with anyone distributions I'm we pay everything up front that's it I had enough years of trying to get out of debt and everything my business has no loans nothing whatsoever and with bootstrap so the, my answer to that question is uh, that person uh, is it friends 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 Friends, uh, how you do, sir? Or madam? And um, the situation being is that I wouldn't take credit terms off anyone. You're only putting pressure on your your yourself. You know. And um, the question really should decide what you're selling and what where the money is and where the profit is. You know. I like. You know. Yeah, that's a thing. You'll know all right with the right people when you when when you get them. You know. But don't mm-hmm. take terms anyway. That's all I would have to say on that one. Then. Yeah, it's really down to obviously what you want to sell. If you're into more gaming things, you probably might want to look uh, at a different distributor than if you were sell- selling value things. But uh, but one of the things I always find um, good a good eye of figuring out how good a distributor is going to be is if you try and contact them, how quickly can you get hold of them uh, and how quickly can you get a reply? If it takes them a week to just say hello, then you know it's going to be a bit difficult when you have a real issue. I remember setting up with one specific distributor. Um, I'll say the name, Exertus. I filled the application in to do it. I only did it because um, one of... Um, uh, well, one of our suppliers was uh, basically, uh, or one of the vendors we were working with through Tech for Tax, and we needed to basically sign up to basically get the stuff shipped to us. It took them basically a month to send us uh, a confirmation through, say, the set us an account up. So yeah. I was like, I forgot all about it. I was like, and we weren't even buying anything; we were just having things shipped to us. Yeah, exactly. They just needed us on their books so um, they could ship stuff to us for review. Um, so. my, I also want to give a, a bit of a tip to uh, the, the one that asked the question. Um, basically, what fi- find your niche, what you're selling, and then, it, like, if it's gaming, don't try and, and be the number one razor seller in the area or whatever, find out what your customers really like and keep a couple of units on on hand. Don't don't fill your, your store up with to, from floor to ceiling 
uh, products of one brand have a good variety, a couple of units of this, a couple of units of that. Um, Phil and I found out the hard way um, by keeping just one brand of gaming stuff that that's not the way to go. Not everybody likes Razor, not to beat Razor up or anything. Not everyone likes Cola Master. Not everybody is going to want Marvo. Coincidentally enough, when I went to Sheffield Stadium, we walked into our room and there was a whole room full of Marvo headsets sitting around. No kidding. Yeah, we're talking about two, three hundred, weren't there? Yeah, <laughs> at least. And then we um, went to another room where there were training people, and they everybody had on Marvo headsets. So Target must have made a fortune that day. Yeah, I don't know. They probably probably got sold from from um, someone else via them in the uh, end. But yeah, but yeah, um, find, find your niche, keep a, a couple of products on hand, and make sure that the supplier that you're getting them from is consistent in keeping things in. Um, mm. You don't want a supplier that's going to say. Oh, guess what? We've got Cooler Master on board with us. And you're like, oh, yay, I've been waiting for this. And then six months down the line, you're looking for that keyboard and they've dropped Cooler Master or whoever it is that you're dealing with. So make sure that your your um, distributor is one that's very consistent and reliable. Yes, good good point there. Um, I'll just go through chat. We'll come back to Richard Creedy's Irish um, talking in a few <laughs> minutes. But, uh, um, but one thing what Raheem says, social media is a must these days, along with Google Page. Post a lot and post often uh, will grow these pages. So, yeah, if you don't realize, obviously, you know, when people do a search for your company in Google, you usually come up, well, near the top, hopefully, but it usually comes up with a bit on the side about your business and so forth. Obviously, if you um, use your Google business page, I'm not sure what the exact name of it is these days, the like change of the names, Google, of different platforms, um, but you can make posts in there. So basically, people will see notifications when they search for your business or in your area, they'll see uh, notifications that you're open or you've got special offers on or whatever it may be. Um, but do what Cormac does. Whenever you're doing any posts on social media, whether it's Google, Facebook, whatever, don't just sell. It's about promoting your brand, getting people to know who you are. And that's uh, how we uh, generally advertise as well, is one post is for sales and three posts is content. And those content might be just helpful tips. It might be a joke. It might be, I don't know, something about the Queen's birthday. <laughs> who knows? Whatever's going off. But just something to get your name out there. But just make sure you get noticed because it's people who get noticed like Cormac, like people like Richard Branson and so forth, who basically go out there, they might act a little bit daft sometimes, they may jump off of buildings, uh, out of planes, go in balloons, God knows what, but they put that out there and the brand is built around them and everyone knows the brand from that person's face. As if you think of Virgin, you automatically think of Richard Branson and vice versa. And that's, uh, I think, how Cormac is uh, aiming his business as well. Everyone seems to be... Uh, uh, he, he is the business, so his face is associated with it. And if you went on his website, I haven't been on his website recently, but I'm guessing if you went on his website, there'll be a picture of him on his front page of his website. Really big. 
Is the that's something we've got to get redone on ours. I did a I got a fashion photographer for that. I did the picture of the yeah. Yeah, no, there is. And Phil, no, Phil has a very good point. But the point is, as well, is that that's that's to get yourself known, be known as the tech person, be known as that. Why not get yourself like? Why not get yourself known if you're doing the ads? Why not? It's a face that you can trust, a face that to tin, and yeah, to get yourself known, it has to, you know. People, that's when it. they call chips, uh, they won't feel, you know, but. My dears never remember his name. I can I've got maybe a a handful of customers that call him Phil. Mostly when they ring up, they say I need Mr. Chips to come out and sort me. <laughs> if they don't call him Mr. Chips, it's usually Chris for some reason. I'm not sure why Chris and another one is Paul. Uh, I guess Chris and Chips are kind of close and the p uh paul and phil <laughs> but I, I have learned to to not just dismiss them to actually engage with them for a little bit and i'm known as that american woman <laughs> i'm not Jenny. i am that american woman that american last and i've had to accept that i don't have a name i, I am just that american last <laughs> Well, so I'm gonna say I know why people call me Chris. As you said, it's when I answer the phone or whatever. I say hi, Chips Computers. They think I'm saying hi, Chris's computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's easy, uh, but like anything, there's a lot of miscommunication, and it's it's like getting someone to type a website address, and sometimes they just can't figure that bit out. Marianne um, says so she's matter. always the girl with we changed our website address four times so people could actually um, um, say do it correctly, and they still do it wrong now. So it's like yeah, they type in it, we, we buy any fix, car. <laughs> yeah, we fix any computer dot com. So we number six. Yeah. Uh, oh God, no! Fix, fix, and it's in repair. Oh, so we repair? No. I had but, one yeah. man say, "We buy any car dot com." So, and I was like, um, no, no, we fix any computer.com. Yeah. So you just never know what people are going to search. Right, guys, is there anyone um, in chat who has any more questions for the King of Ireland himself? Um, Marianne is always known as the girl with the pink hair. Yeah, I think, I think we see that on your profile picture as well. So... Uh, it stands out. You have to um, promote or um, what's the best word to put way of putting it? Basically, if you're different, you need to use that to your advantage and use it as a uh, a selling point for you and your business. Um, so hey, as a format, he's a bit crazy, so he uses that to his own advantage. Well, I, I find it hard. I find it hard using it to my advantage, being different. Um, I just want to fit in. I'm just one of these people that just wants to fit in and, and get on with things. But my customers want to talk about where were you born, all of this. And I'm like, oh, my God, please just listen to what I've got to say, and then we can go through my birth certificate later. <laughs> yeah, but tech, people have to understand that when you're outside it, like tech, to, to the common people out there, the average people out there, tech is boring. Do not bore them to death. Do not do not tell them about speed of RAM. Do not tell them. Like, we're going to gaming computers. I know nothing about gaming computers. Zilch. 
Tim does. But what I do know about Tim, Tim throw bloody lights on it, mate. Light it up like, I don't know, New York. I want lights, lights, lights. That's what they want. Simple as that. That's Now, obviously, gamers are probably different. They do know their specs. But in general, still at the end of the day, it, it, it's 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 light lights, you know. Uh, even Marion mm-hmm. said, "Blur with the pink hair." That's exactly exactly, you know. I would have no problem telling any color I wanted to get known because that's business is business, and you know you have to separate yourself from them. And that's been by just being outstanding by doing something extra and being better than them. Mm-hmm. And also, don't advertise tech to text, you know. This is grand in our group. We, we'll talk about the latest hard drive for, well, I never do tech talk anyway, to be honest, you know. Um, but it's, we'll talk about stuff, but don't, 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 don't bore people. But that, that's simply it, you know. Yeah. Most people don't want to know. They just want whatever it is fixing or working. They don't care yeah. if it's got uh, 2,660 megahertz memory or 3,200. No. To them, they don't know the difference. And in a lot of cases, they think, oh, more storage means it's going to be faster. So a lot of cases, <laughs> they don't know. But best thing is just have a look what they've got and go, right, well, this is what you need, and then give them a quote for it and say, if you ain't got that money, much money, we can sort something out and go the other way. But, uh, but yeah. But, I, um, went but to, yeah. Uh, I went to my mechanics there, and I'm finishing this, and I went to my mechanics, and we do his computers as well. And he came up, and he started telling me about what he'd done to the car, and I actually really copped on to what customers are listening to because after 30 seconds, I was gone. I have no idea. I don't know about cars anyway. And I literally, he was on going on for a couple of minutes. And then I goes, Vinny, mate, does car go? And Vinny was like, yeah. I said, that's all I need to know. All right, thanks very much. But I said, Vinny, I can next time come up to you and tell you about the SSD hard drives inside your computer. And he was like, yeah, yeah. As in we both trust each other, you know, the car did go as well, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. One thing, um, what you, um, what I always suggest for any business is to make yourself look unique and different, or do what stuff what's unique or different. For example, if you had, let's just say, uh, on top of a hill, ten people all wearing, I don't know, fluorescent orange. Um, so all of them apart from one, and then just one person wearing blue. Which is the one what stands out? The nine people wearing fluorescent orange or the one person in blue? Okay, so that that one person, okay, it's oh, not a different... Yeah. It, it basically, you don't, you don't want to be what everyone else is. If you're what everyone else is, you're going to blend in with everyone else. No one's going to remember you for who you are. They're not going to remember your name. They're not going to remember what you look like and so forth. But if you look different, you look unique... And people will remember you. And people remember us, um, Chips Computers, for the tall guy and the American woman. Um, they remember the name because it's not your standard PC this, PC that, or whatever it is. Um, chips rhymes with uh, fish and chips sort of things and so forth because that's where actually where we first started um, when we are doing repairs was above a fish and chip shop, hence part of the name is Chips Computers. Um, and so forth. So it's be unique and be different. Don't just blend in with everyone else. Don't just post the same rubbish everyone else posts. Be like Cormac. Be different. (laughs) Okay. Has has anyone else in chat got anything else they want to say before we call it a night? Have you got any more questions, Jen, to ask Cormac? 
No, um, I would just like to thank Cormac for coming on and giving us this chance to interview him. He's always such a great sport and everything, and he's just a, a pleasure to talk to. Absolutely nice, no, it's a joy, it's actually a joy. Actually, there's one, one great tenor, many great tenors about this tech group, but actually making the friends that, you know, regard to his friends now at this stage and other people in the group, it's, it's really nice, you know. Um, and this is why, again, uh, this is why the tech, tech Max is going to be bigger than just a, an event to be a good time to meet up with everyone and all that sort of stuff. You know, so I'm really it's, excited. No, it's going to be good. We're going to be, it's going to be good. And we're going to have got a lot of people in, interested in coming, vendors, distributors and stuff like that already. We're getting contacted on a daily basis, even though we have yet to actually got anything up and running. Uh, such we're getting there. Uh, we're like ninety nine point nine 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 percent knowing Ooh. what we're gonna do. But I've, mm-hmm. I, I've in my heart of hearts, I can't just commit to something without going through everyone that we've booked in to see, just out of curiosity, if nothing else. Yeah, and it's even so, little things. What people don't even think of, for example, having it at a football stadium. Is it going to conflict with a football match? Football um, fixtures don't come out till next week and so oh, forth. Yeah. So we've got to yeah. check around things like that and so forth. So uh, that's, again, if we do have it at a football stadium, there's a few other places uh, we've seen and um, got to still see. Um, but um, I must admit what Sheffield United have offered us up to now. Uh, we saw one venue. We saw one venue. It was the right size um, for us and everything. Had tons of space. I mean, absolute tons of space. But the problem, one problem was there was no air con. And I thought to myself, oh, oh, uh oh, mayday, mayday. We're going to sweat. Because <laughs> I, mean, I was sweating just standing there with no computers on and everything and and then she took me inside and showed me where we would be sitting eating and I was like seriously there's not enough room for us to get in here you know to sit down and eat comfortably we'd have to sit on each other's laps and sometimes three high <laughs> so that kind of got marked off of the the list you know it, it would have accommodated the venue as in the event, but just not the sit down and, and have something to eat kind of thing. So you have to look at it from all angles. I respect anybody that's ever done a, an open day and organized that like target components. I've been to their open days and Eileen who works there, she told me that the second that the open day is done and over with, they start planning next year because it takes that long. So anyone that's on their committee um, that's ever planned, and that goes for um, CMS, I think I've been to one of their events, and PCR, all of that. Anyone that's ever uh, gone into planning um, an event like that, God save you. I, I feel your pain. 
there's there's a lot of things to consider and a lot of things what people don't realize for example with vendors they sometimes have their budget set out a year in advance and so forth so if you say to them oh yeah you, do you want to turn up to an event or whatever they they've got a budget to in and so forth and if it's not budgeted in and then current financial year then the answer is generally no or they've got to go for loops and whatever to get approval from headquarters and all this that and the other so um there are a lot of things so right um well kieran's saying it's uh, can't wait been dying for a christmas party i don't think it's going to be close to christmas to be honest with you it's going to be closer to next summer to be honest with you but uh, we can make it a late, a late christmas party if you want in but uh, um but it gives uh, everyone in a, a chance to get together and uh, have a drink communicate network and obviously meet all your vendors distributors and hopefully there's going to be a lot of surprises as well uh from all the vendors and distributors what are going to be there um right guys we're gonna to have to call it a night now i think um just a quick one though prism x how can you get access to loop eight on tech for text website uh best thing to do if you're on um, the tech for text facebook group if you're not go to techfortext.co.uk forward slash join click on the link to join as a member Make sure you fill in the questions. Once you're on there, just basically say, um, has anyone got um, uh, contact details for Loop 8? And then we'll link it in for you. I, I can't recall if you are in the group or not, or if you're under I a different name. I think I've name. seen them in the group before, but I can't be okay. presented. It's sometimes hard to remember who's in the group and who's not. I've got something like we've got 1,250 members in the group, then we've got Facebook um, ones, and then we've got people who just email us, and then people who just log on the website. So it's sometimes a bit hard. And then I know people buy people. Facebook icons, and if you change your icon, it throws me for a loop. So oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a, and that's another thing when everyone does turn up to the event i'm going to expect you all to look like cats dogs and your five-year-old kids uh, because uh that, that's the biggest um biggest issue um we have so right okay have you got anything else you'd like to add cormac before we call it a night no 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 i say people have enough of me now thank you very much indeed really enjoy the show thank you very much and uh thanks seriously hello bruno so thanks a lot all right <laughs> that's no problem right then guys so i would like to say thank you for watching we will have another show next week at eight o'clock make sure you tune in we haven't got a set topic yet because i'm waiting back from a specific vendor to let us know if they're going to be attending or not um but more than likely we'll be talking about windows 11 at some point because obviously the announcement is next thursday and i think peter says it was at 4 p.m so that's four hours before our show so all being well we'll be talking about windows 11 and you never know, we may even get some demo versions of something available or insider versions you don't know. So, well, knowing Microsoft, though, it's probably just Windows 10 when they just change the background. But uh, <laughs> anyway, if you are interested in joining Tech for Text, make sure you go for um, go to techfortechs.co.uk forward slash join. Make sure you click on where it says join the group. And once you have done that, make sure you fill in the questions. So, for example, where you're from, your web address and so forth. If you don't fill in those questions, we're just not going to let you in. Simple as that. It's automated. Um, so if you don't fill the questions in, you will automatically get turned down. If you do fill the questions in, then we double check them to make sure you are who you say you are. So... Everyone, we'll see you next week, which is Thursday at 8 p.m. Thanks for watching, everyone. Long last. Bit of Irish rain.